Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Trending! Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Lillard up on the wing. Double team. Brings it back out as he does a U-turn. Goes left. Gets to the baseline. Hangs in the air. Drops it in. 13 for Lillard. And the Blazers lead by three. 54-51. Nurk fires the long pass. CJ the catch and shoot at the buzzer. Got it! What a pass by Nurkic. CJ finishes it off. And the Blazers lead by three at the break. Dame straightaway. Deep three. Yes! From Dame distance, 31 feet, 79-68 Blazers. The Dame will bring it up. Now double team, floats it to Mello on the wing, looks for Yusuf Nurkic to the free throw line. Back to Dame, cutting to the rim, banks it in right past Gobert. They're the highlights, and they're Blazer highlights as Portland beating the Utah Jazz 105-98. Lillard with 30 points to lead the Blazers. He shot the ball really poorly, PK, in the first two games with the Jazz. But as Rudy Gobert pointed out in his postgame just a few minutes ago here on The Zone, they hit some contested shots. You heard the Dame distance, the 31-footer. Aside from the second quarter, I thought the defense got a little loose there. Obviously, at the end of the half, they shouldn't have given up that bucket. But this was a game where the offense haunted the Jazz. Too many dry spells. Yeah, I always look when Portland plays. I've said this for years now. I go right to the shooting percentages of the two guards. And both of those combined were 50%. And they scored a combined 46 points. And so anytime 50, those 56, two, right? 56, yeah, you're right, my bad. Anytime those two do that, they're going to be difficult. And then combined with the Jazz, were off offensively. You know, maybe if they would have made some more shots, obviously they would have had an opportunity. But they got loose with the ball. I think uh, you got some ammunition to go at lock this Friday, tomorrow if you want. I thought turnovers played an issue. Uh, and uh, outside of Bogdanovich, they didn't really have anybody who was consistent offensively. It, it seems like these are like the dog days. And it, I mean, yep. I, we were supposed to have Joe on this morning. And as I was watching that game, it sort of reminded me of, man, we got to get through this week, and then we got All Star break, <laughs> and we got a week off, and then yeah. we can regroup mentally and all that. And yep. it seems like that's where this team is kind of dragging right now. Unlike the Suns. You know, they've got somewhat of a reason-slash-excuse with the injured guys. The Suns don't have that. They get Portland tonight. Uh, Portland obviously has to go back-to-back. And so uh, they just seem to be dragging a little bit here. And uh, get get to this break. It's not the all-star break, obviously, but it's still the same amount of time off. Regroup and, and come out strong in about, uh, what, uh, nine or ten days? I think the Jazz have a really good record this year. I can add up the numbers in a break, but they got a really good record when they give up less than 110 points. But they didn't have the firepower last night. You can argue they just don't have the firepower now because, you know, Donovan and Mike Conley might be getting defended a little, a little more uh, intelligently. You know, better scouted and all that. It looked like they were. Uh, you've been, you know, harping about Mieoni for a while, and I thought they didn't. I thought the Blazers weren't going anywhere near. Tr- forest for a while there either and the Jets had those two runs in the middle of the third quarter in the middle of the fourth quarter they had four minute stretches where they didn't score 
They were stuck on 81 forever in yeah. the fourth quarter and yeah. 63 forever in the third quarter. 98 is just not a winning number. You know, I think they've won one or two games this year when they haven't broken 100 points. There have been a couple of low-scoring wins, but there haven't been very many. It's, you know, if you're stuck on 98, you're, you're probably in trouble in the NBA today. And 98 was with uh, some subs at the end. There was uh, there were a few garbage time buckets you're referring to there, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a sprint at the meaningless finish to get to 98. Right, right. It was. I mean, Brantley came in, hit a couple of shots. Right. Uh, so uh, Bogdanovich too was probably due for a bad game. I actually had this game penciled in as a loss. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I thought the Blazers were going to come in. They want to get. You were talking the five about this seed. yesterday. Get to the five. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about that. That was realistic. And so this is the first of a back-to-back. So you, you know, reason why you don't have energy in the first one, and Lillard gets to go to his college hometown or area anyway. So I thought that this was going to be difficult. It surprised me that they got an early lead, but at the same time, those early leads mean nothing in the NBA. So I wasn't really surprised by this one. You don't play. You don't have to play your bench in the opening minutes of the game. Maybe a little bit at the end of the quarter. And, and they've still got a couple guys on the bench. But when you get deeper on the bench, it's just not realistic. And I know, you know, like Thomas came in and hit some shots at Golden State and gave him a spark. But role guys don't tend to be good every night. They tend to be – it's what Niang said in his postgame a couple games ago. He said, you know, Donovan and Mike, they, they tend to be really consistent. I tend to be up and down. Yeah, you're the ninth guy in the rotation. That's, that's what we expect. And I think Bogdanovich is a role player too. A high-level role player, but yeah. I think he's basically a role player. He's never made an all-star game as far as I can remember. Well, he and Clarkson can give him some scoring yeah. punch, but other guys have got to do something. Right. Clarkson scored last night, came off the bench. He had 29. Rudy had 15 points and 20 boards, but the Jazz have two four-minute dry stretches in the second half, and they get beat. What does that say about the Jazz? Very clever there. They, we were, you were threatening that yesterday. You followed through. Good work. Thank you. We'll get to that coming up. Uh, question of the day. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Harden out of the wing, shoots a three and knocks it down. James Harden in 25 minutes in his return to the lineup has 18 points and 10 assists to go along with seven rebounds. Love out front, long three, good! Kevin Love, oh my goodness, from the Vermilion Lagoons. <laughs> Still all kinds of time. 12 seconds left, Stu. Kuzma gets into it. Here he goes. Two steps and scores. Lakers lead. So the Los Angeles Lakers get past the Houston Rockets, 124-122. That was some hard work right there. That uh, play-in, LeBron clearly doesn't want to be in it. They get the win. They beat a Rockets team that's 5-44 in their last 49 games. Not one of your better NBA teams right there. And they get the two-point win. Good for them. (laughs) Elsewhere in the NBA, the Nets beat the Spurs 128-116. James Harden, 18 points. Kyrie Irving sat that one out. One day they'll have their big three together, and I suspect that day will be, what do you think, a week from Saturday or Sunday in the playoffs? I was thinking maybe August. August. Good pickup game, getting a run (laughs) in the offseason. Maybe for a golf outing. Mavericks beat the Pelicans, 125-107. Luka Doncic had 33. The Mavericks and the Blazers battling for that fifth seed. They're tied, but Portland's got the tiebreaker. So 
The pressure on Portland to see if they can win again tonight against the Phoenix Suns. Do the Jazz a favor. Let the Jazz just back into this thing, PK. Let the Suns just keep piling up the L's. Hey, starting to get a little bit of nervous time down in Phoenix because the team's not playing well, and it's the time of year where you want to be playing well. Unless for the Jazz, you know, you can point to, well, we got our starting guard line out. Phoenix doesn't have it. They do have Camp Johnson out, uh, but he's a bench guy unless they have some injuries, and then he slides into the starting lineup. So with that in mind, they have this opportunity to get themselves right, and I think it's important that they do get themselves right. Dallas Mavericks guard J.J. Redick out for at least the remainder of the regular season after aggravated right heel soreness that has plagued him for most of the season. You hear right heel soreness, do you think Achilles? Uh, Not necessarily, but, you know, the feet, obviously, for an NBA player, uh, very, very important. So I don't specifically think of that, uh, but I can get where you're going. Yeah. Well, when you're running around like that, uh, any type of foot injury is a problem. So yeah, for sure. Reddick's out for at least the remainder of the regular season. They'll even open the possibility of him being back for the playoffs. Clearly, there's a chance he's missing postseason games as well. We'll have to see how that plays out. Miami Heat guard Victor Oladipo, season-ending surgery on his right quadriceps tendon. He's been out since April 8th, hurt his knee against the Lakers. No timetable for his return to play. And he's got a history with that. He ruptured it in 2019. And the Pistons gave Dwayne Casey a one-year contract extension. He had two years left on his deal, so he's now signed through 2024. Doesn't 2024 sound like it's a long way out there? Uh, it's, it's 23, 24. It's only three years. It's yeah. not that. It just 2024 sounds futuristic. Okay. <laughs> it's not as bad as, well, we're going to schedule. Somebody in 2032? Yeah, what you have in the colleges, you know, with the football. They're starting yep. to do that. And, and some of these uh, things have been rescheduled off of last year. Right. If they owe you a game, whatever it is, whatever uh, caused the non-conference game to be canceled last year. Didn't BYU on. do that with Missouri? Uh, was it Missouri? I think? 2035. Michigan State in third yeah, 2032. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that just that seems like a long <laughs> way. way out there. I was surprised, you know, because usually in the NBA, your team stinks. They just fire you. And Detroit isn't very good right now. And But yet he gets an opportunity, Dwayne Casey, to, to see it through a little bit more. Which, you know, I think is good if you think he's your guy then what do you expect him to do, man? He can't walk on water when you right. got a lousy roster. They gave they gave Blake Griffin a lot of money, and then they traded him away, so that's not really on the coach. Yeah, so I actually, uh, when I saw that yesterday, I thought, wow, that's good news, because usually the guy gets axed. Yeah. And then they just play musical chairs. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. The whole deal in Carolina, it is what it is to be, man. Uh, I told him, you know, once the season ended that I wear big boy draws, man, and, yeah. and I understand the nature of this business, yeah. and it's a performance-based business. And I could sit up here and say, okay, Christian got hurt, or we didn't have this, didn't have that, but that's not me. I look in that mirror and I say, hey, you got to tighten up. <laughs> that's Teddy Bridgewater. Look in the mirror. You got to tighten up. Well, he kind of said that Christian McCaffrey, that's who he was referencing. Yeah. And obviously, he's a star running back. I like uh, that. The juicier part was, and that's fine with Bridgewater as he moves on, that the practices, the, the practices yeah. where they didn't practice the red zone, they didn't practice two minute drill. Somewhere, Allen Iverson was saying, I got to make a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about practice. <laughs> 
because he didn't seem to like practice on that now infamous rant he had many years ago. So I'm thinking he would have, and he was a quarterback in high school, if I remember. He He was. Good call. He and uh, Matt Harpering, if I remember right. Was Harpering a quarterback? What? I know he was a football player. Was he? I thought he was a quarterback, yeah. Oh, was he? At least for part of his time, yeah. I got something to look up now in the break. Oh, well, I can ask him next time I see him. Yeah, I know they played football. He's a big kid. He played baseball, too, for that matter. Uh, He told me the story of uh, who was that coach at Georgia Tech? Kremens. They sent a guy down and told him to get off, get into his office at. off a of baseball practice, and so he went over there because he was a local star, and Kremens hadn't offered him. And Kremens told him, he said, okay, I'm getting heat that I'm not able to, that I haven't offered you a scholarship, so I'm going to offer you one, but I want you to know I don't expect you to be playing. And uh, so, you know, if you want to come, you can have it, but you're probably not going to play. Freaking <laughs> Harping started all four years. <laughs> Let him get his nose under the tent. We t- he shared that story with me over a meal, and it was many years later. And he was still fired up. <laughs> but And Kremens became one of his allies because Kremens, when, when Matt was a free agent, Kremens told him, go to Utah because you will like playing for Jerry Sloan. Major Division One programs were in hot pursuit of Matt Harpering, the standout quarterback from Marist High School in Atlanta. Yeah, and actually he was on a recruiting trip for football for Wisconsin and he went and watched their basketball practice and he said to himself, I'm good enough. <laughs> I could be, I could do this. Yeah. And obviously he made the right call. Well, the NFL schedule is out. Tom Brady, the Bucks are going back to play the Patriots week four. It will shock you to learn that that's going to be a Sunday night game. Good. Green Bay Packers, five primetime slots on their schedule. So I guess the NFL is betting on... The whole Aaron Rodgers thing's working out, and Aaron Rodgers being there to uh, quarterback the team. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there, but uh, Packers—they uh, were—they're a popular team either way. Cowboys and the Bucks open the season. That's the Thursday night matchup, and the Monday night doubleheader we've gotten used to has gone away. Ravens and Raiders. One Monday night game the opening week. ESPN and ABC. Those of you wondering which games will be broadcast in Utah, impossible to know now, but I know Matt Coma and Tim Peterson, our sports producers at Channel 2, are going through the schedule, and we're noting how often, at least early in the season, the Broncos and the Raiders and the Chiefs were all offset so that they could all be on TV. Those are three teams we saw a lot of in this market. So, Green Bay and New Orleans, week one. That matchup would have been two marquee future Hall of Famers. I wonder if we'll have one or zero this year, how that's going to play out. So we'll have the Packers saga, I'm sure, throughout the uh, the offseason. You break down that Arizona Cardinals schedule with your uh, sister, the season ticket holder? I did not know. Uh, I don't know who they play. I'm, I'm pretty sure they play the the Niners twice. Yes, the good call. twice. And nice. the Rams twice. <laughs> Other Speaking, than that, I don't well, know. You got six play. of them, so good job. Speaking <laughs> of the Rams, the Bears and the Rams, the first Sunday night football game. So get an get an immediate look at the Rams with Stafford after the big offseason trade. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. 
He swings it, hits a high drive to center field. Lewis going back to the track. Lewis looking up and is going a home run. Max Muncy. Maxwell swinging the silver hammer again tonight. A swing and a line drive to right field. Base hit down the line. Game winner, Ahmed Rosario. And the Indians get their second walk-off win of the year. Here's the pitch from Ramirez. Swung on and drilled deep to center field. Back goes Grisham. He won't get it. It bounces up against the barrier. Blackman scores. Fuentes delivers. And the Rockies win in a walk-off 3-2. Rockies split a doubleheader with the Padres, uh, 3-2 in eight innings. Uh, They're playing a doubleheader, so it was seven innings as the Padres won the first one, 5-3. Plenty of extra inning stuff. You heard uh, Cleveland in extra innings there, 2-1 over the Cubbies. PK, we're talking about the Jazz and all their injuries. How much of a pass do you want to give the Dodgers to their struggles with injuries? They won yesterday, but there was plenty of injury news. May had his Tommy John surgery knew was coming. Now Rios is out. But yeah, Rios is still a reserve. Gonna, he is. And uh, Dustin May was at best their fourth starter. Uh, he's a young kid. He could have. He'll probably move up as Kershaw ages out of the rotation. So no, I don't really give the Dodgers a pass. Yankees four games over 500. Garrett Cole struck out 12, and the Yankees beat the Rays one to nothing. He's a star, and he delivered like one. The Astros, five home runs. They beat the Angels 9-1. to They were at home. I assume there were no trash can lids uh, involved in all those home runs. <laughs> Thank you. Anything else you want to hit for Major League Baseball? MLB? Yeah, I want to run through everything, man. The Yankees, seven members of their coaching staff and support staff testing positive. Six asymptomatic. Well, the Yankees, got, the Yankees got so much money, they went out and hired four new assistant coaches that were top-flight assistant coaches. That's how they are. They just <laughs> buy them. <laughs> no, I think the Padres got more of the issues there with a yeah. whole bunch of guys that are going to be out for a bit. Bees open a six-game series against Tacoma tonight at Smith's Ballpark. You can get your tickets at slbs.com or listen to the game here on the Zone Sports Network. That's what's trending. Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801 295 That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, the question of the day. What does that loss say about the Jazz? We will get to that. Craig Bowlerjack will join us at 830. Joe Ingles at 9 o'clock right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.